0: We
1: are back with the family and.
2: Ralph Todd Basham, MD, Hackmaster. Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy Brant
1: Bernard. And we'll be right back with Michael Osterholm talking about the coronavirus.
3: Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles.
1: We are back There aren't with very the many family.
0: snow-covered hills anymore.
1: No. Melissa's sure there's going to be, though.
0: She thinks we're going to have a second winter.
1: The, everyone, yeah.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be the surprised The March snowstorm snow or whatever. Well, March is our snowiest month, typically. It's the hockey
2: <clears throat> tournament. Not this no, year. The boys' oh, hockey, hockey tournament. tournament. The girls' hockey. Girls, girls don't rate. Just It's a sexist thing. <laughs> they don't rate a snowstorm. But the boys, they get a snowstorm. They get them a snowstorm. That's
0: stupid <clears throat> and... Mm.
2: It's sexist. It's absolute sexist. The weather is sexist. I know. Tell me about
0: it. Yeah. Do we, we have a guest?
1: Sure do. We have our guest, Michael Osterholm on the phone.
0: Welcome, Michael. Hi there. Hello.
4: Hi, actually it's Osterholm. 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 but that's close Osterholm. enough.
0: You know. Okay. Hmm. I'm sure you never get that.
2: No one ever. I never
4: do. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's never. when my kids get it wrong. It gets more... Does
2: uh, <laughs> 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 that get under your skin sometimes?
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: Well, welcome. You're here to talk about the coronavirus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've talked about it a little bit already, and we have another doctor
2: and, and, and in studio. We, we've talked about it already, and I, <clears throat> I hope and pray... That you will not dispel anything that we've said so far. It would be just well.
4: That'll be good to know what you said. So I'll try to. Do
2: my best. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I. You know, I. I guess I, I've, as a physician, I've sort of taken an optimistic outlook at this, and that, you know, I've, I've looked, I've just thought about the number of people who are infected with the virus that have trivial symptoms or very little symptoms, that have never been tested, so. You know, I'm I'm wondering, I you know, I I guess I've insinuated that the number of people who get terribly sick from this, the percentage is is maybe less than the twenty percent that they are quoting, just because you you don't know how many people aren't gonna end up getting this with little or no symptoms.
4: Yeah, actually um the data out of China actually suggests there's not that many really mildly ill people. I mean the the number isn't quite as good, but that's not the important driving number. The number that is really most critical is what, who, uh, what is the likely number of people who get infected, period. Right. Um, you know, you can have a disease that kills 100% of people, but if only 10 people get it, it's not very bad. Mm-hmm. You can have a disease that kills only 0.1% of the people, but if 3 billion people get it, that's bad. Yeah. And so this is going to be the 3 billion 0.1% kind of thing. This mm-hmm. is not good. This, will, this is going to make a serious flu season not seem so bad.
2: So is, it, is it going to pale the uh, uh, turn of the 20th century? The, it no, it 19th?
4: won't be as probably as large as the 1918, but it sure has the potential. And the other thing that we don't understand right now is that in China, the underlying risk factors for severe outcome and death was male smokers, older, underlying health conditions. Um, that surely is a challenge. On the other hand, what they don't have in China, which we have a lot of, is obesity. And obesity is a huge risk factor for acute respiratory distress syndrome with a condition like this. And so when you overlay this virus in our population, it could be a lot worse than we saw in China.
2: So so it is true that the people who are getting it bad dying from it or you having serious uh, repercussions from it afterwards they 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 do have the majority have underlying illnesses or underlying Some conditions do, but
4: not not every i mean look at the last four physicians who have died in the last two weeks all of them are physicians between the ages of 29 and 40 none of them had underlying health conditions okay
2: and what and why do you suppose that they just succumb
4: it's it's what we're seeing i mean it's uh clearly you know the, the rate of serious outcomes or death are much lower in that population, but they still occur. Um, it's, so it's not a clear-cut picture of why someone does or doesn't get ARDS, um, but we do know that if you are an older individual, and a smoker, your rate of ARDS is much higher.
2: Okay. But, but there are uh, uh, ways to mechanically treat with pressure ventilation, be able to treat ARDS to a certain extent.
4: Yeah. Part of the problem there is we don't have... The capacity, every ECMO bed right now in the Twin Cities is filled. Everyone okay. right at this Jeez. moment is filled, and that's without any coronavirus infection. So part of it is we have such a fragile healthcare system in terms of capacity. Uh, also, we're down. A number of the hospitals in the Upper Midwest right now have less than five days worth of protective equipment for healthcare workers, and so uh, you know they're all in back order. And the challenges are going to be huge. Uh, if we start overlaying coronavirus infection on healthcare workers and start seeing them develop illness and die, then that's when things get really dicey.
2: And, and do you do you think this is shining a light on the flaw of having one country or one area uh, producing so many of our drugs, so many of our supplies, so many yeah. medical?
4: Uh, yeah, our group has actually been studying the drug issue for the last 18 months. We've been funded by the Walton Family Foundation to do that. And uh, we clearly are demonstrating the very um, major reliance that we have on China for uh, critical drug supply chains. Uh, they also are tied in closer to India. Ironically, India is also tied to China because a number of the APIs, active pharmaceutical ingredients, coming from China to India is what India ultimately man- uses to manufacture. So between the two of them, if you actually look at protective equipment, personal protective equipment, actually we have a lot of capacity here in North America. The problem is that healthcare systems have such little in the way of extra resources they go out and buy it and stockpile it, so they don't. They tend to do the classic, I guess you call it the Amazon one button push kind of order, where they just assume that uh, if I order it this afternoon, it'll be here tomorrow morning. Yeah. And uh, there's no way that with the manufacturing capacity as it is, you know, if they were operating at a thousand percent instead of a hundred percent, you still couldn't match up the actual needs with what can be produced. Yeah. So that's where we're really hurting badly right now. Yeah, there that, was no stockpiling of this material that we, you know, knew we'd need one
2: day. Yeah, that was the the whole point, is that the in supply chain economics are such as that yep, why are we yep, why are exactly. we holding all this stuff in a supply chain when yep. we can just, you know, streamline that so much so that yeah, there's nothing yeah. in that supply chain. And when yep. it stops when you if and that's assuming that your productive areas work all the time, but when they yep. as soon as they yep. stop, there's nothing yep. around,
4: yep.
0: my question is what is what are the it sounds like the flu, you know, like symptom wise so what's the difference between the coronavirus and having the flu like what
4: yeah. Anytime we look at a virus and what it can do to a population, there really are two different parts of that virus-human interaction that have become critical. One is how easily is it transmitted, meaning that uh, how many people are likely to get infected. And this virus is transmitted very, very similarly to what we'd see with an influenza virus, um, very dynamic transmission. Uh, we know that people uh, early in their illness and possibly even before onset of illness are able to transmit the virus. That's why today it has worldwide distribution uh, and where it's located the case numbers are increasing rapidly. Um, that's something you expect to see with the flu virus. So the second thing, though, that makes a virus um, very important in terms of what it does to humans is, is how severe is the disease. And with this particular virus, we see a case fatality rate or the percentage of people who get it to die. Uh, likely right around 2%. You know, there's been estimates it could be a little higher, a little lower. But each data point keeps coming back to about 2%. Um, most of those are older individuals. People with underlying health conditions are surely at a higher risk. Uh, and that compares to with influenza virus, and particularly a bad flu season, of about 0.1%. Uh, in the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed primarily young, healthy adults was at about 3.5%. So it gives you a sense that it's somewhere between 1918, but it's a lot more severe than that with influenza. What we're really at this point uh, at a loss to understand, and unfortunately time will give us that information, is what will it look like when it shows up in a country like ours, which it is now doing. Here, one of the age group uh, risk factor issues that we have is the overlap with aging population and obesity. Uh, We know that obesity is clearly a risk factor for bad outcomes with this type of pneumonia. And uh, unlike China, which had a very, very low level of obesity, uh, we have an epidemic going on here in the United States and a number of high-income countries. So we can actually see the case mortality rate increase, not go down, when it comes into the United States just because of the overlap between obesity and infection with this virus.
0: So, is it basically the symptoms
4: of yeah, the flu Yeah, the symptoms are actually similar? are very much. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, the symptoms are very much like influenza. <clears throat> Starts out with a, a dry, non productive cough, may have fever, and many individuals will not get much sicker than that. Um, however, those that do, this has also been an illness requiring a great deal of medical care. Um, uh, oftentimes, patients will be hospitalized and it's in their third week or later that they actually die. And uh, this basically takes up a lot of medical care resources and makes the stress on the system even more than just, you know, having someone with a serious illness.
0: So it's turning into pneumonia, or what is...
4: Yep. This illness is actually uh, causing a pneumonia that, from an x-ray standpoint, it's very classic uh, in its presentation. It's It um, has been, as labeled by the radiologist, causes a ground glass kind of picture, which is different and easily distinguished from most of the causes of pneumonia. Um, Then on top of that, there is an additional uh, uh, condition that occurs called acute respiratory distress syndrome, which is in part actually an immune response by the host that becomes extremely vigorous and actually starts doing damage to the body, which then in turn Uh, only complicates the whole picture. And uh, a number of the patients are actually dying from this uh, acute respiratory distress syndrome.
0: Okay. So what if somebody were to come down with coronavirus, what would you say is their best course of action to get over it quickly and not have it turn into anything dangerous?
4: Unfortunately, there's nothing that anyone can do today besides getting good medical support. Meaning, uh, making sure that you uh, maintain your blood pressure with medications and appropriate fluids. Um, there's not any medication we can give you um, that is specifically tied to to the virus. Uh, there is several medications that are in research right now that are being looked at, and we call clinical trials. But uh, this is pretty much supportive care, and the challenge we have to the kind of supportive care can care you need can be. Uh, a rather uh, sophisticated care, uh, there's a type of machine we call an ECMO machine that um, basically is a heart-and-lung type machine that can help a lot. Uh, but at any given day in the Twin Cities, every ECMO machine we have is already taken. Is yeah. filled. So the problem we're going to have is, uh, uh, you know, what kind of care can we provide, particularly if we have a big surge of cases. Um, you know, we're going to be, in many cases, at best providing good nursing care and uh, supportive care as such, and and not high-tech intensive care medicine.
2: Where might we we be with regards to a a vaccine or immunization?
4: Uh, Vaccines are going to be, I best guess, years off. Uh, There's a lot of hype right now, and I call it happy talk, which I think is a real distraction because it gives people the sense it is right around the corner. Uh, There are two issues that we have to address. One is how well does the vaccine work? And we don't even really know yet quite how to... Uh, measure the protection that an individual needs to develop in order to actually fight off a coronavirus infection. And uh, how that vaccine is going to do that is still unclear. The second thing is safety. Um, There was a condition that was recognized early on uh, with SARS vaccine research, a similar coronavirus, in which is called antibody-dependent enhancement, or ADE. ADE is where you have Uh, a situation where if you have no antibody at all, you know, these protective proteins, then, in fact, you end up having uh, a disease. If you have lots of protection with this antibody, then you end up in uh, basically fully protected. But if you have an intermediate level, it may actually cause you to develop, again, another immune response that can be a very (laughs) severe uh, organ-damaging kind of response. This is exactly what we saw with the dengue vaccine, Uh, That was used in parts of the world, particularly the Philippines, where it was withdrawn after uh, kids became more severely ill uh, when they did finally get dengue infection, having been vaccinated than not. So given that this is a safety concern with this vaccine, we're going to clearly uh, have to have a lot of safety information before it's going to get licensed. I just don't see all of this happening before several years. So whatever we have now is what we're going to have going into this battle with this coronavirus and unfortunately, vaccines not going to be one of them. And,
2: and what, what do you have any timeline prediction? I know that's dangerous uh, to ask or to try to do. Timeline prediction as to when we are going to see this nationwide?
4: Um, right now, it is nationwide. I'm absolutely convinced of that now. I think that, uh, you know, it was interesting. We've had an absence of testing due to the problems with uh, the test kit development at the CDC. Uh, while the rest of the world were testing hundreds of thousands of people, we were testing people in the in the four thousand range total uh, for the country, and uh, now the testing has become more available since last weekend. Uh, I had predicted uh, just on Friday night on a TV talk show that within the next seventy-two hours after that we'd see a a, a number of cases getting reported, and exactly what happened. That's going to continue as we have seventy-five thousand tests uh, that are going to go out this week, and the more we test, the more we're going to find it. I think Seattle, which has been hard hit uh, there, uh, a large uh, long-term care facility outbreak, a number of cases in the community that have no apparent link to any other cases, as well as uh, other areas in the country, which as they start testing like Seattle did on Thursday and Friday, you are going to see more of this. So at this point, you have to more or less consider the United States, and for that matter, most countries in the world is a pretty homologous uh, uh, and homogeneous cauldron of virus activity.
0: Do you think, I've heard a couple of people say that this has actually been in America for a lot longer than people think, but now we're just finding it because we're finally testing for it. So do you think it's been here for longer than people
4: believe? Well, I'm not sure what that means in terms of what people believe. Uh, This virus emerged likely almost like a lightning strike as a jump between an animal and a human Mm -hmm. back in this third week of November. We can actually date these viruses fairly well today based on what we know their mutational rate is, and so the whole world hadn't seen this before uh, late November. Um, from that time period, its amplification in the Wuhan, China area, meant that a lot of people got infected there. Some of that spilled over to the rest of the world. Uh, its early introduction in the United States probably occurred in late December, early January. Uh, for those that we know, it was a little, it was the first week of January or later. Um, so it hasn't circulated before that time. But clearly, between uh, the middle to the end of January and now early March, uh, there was likely substantial transmission inside the United States, and that's what we're now picking up with our testing. Yeah.
2: And 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 are you know are we I we talked before and and you said that it wasn't the case, but are there when when they're I, I just read through the. Uh, our Minnesota state recommendations with regards to testing and who should be tested, mm-hmm. and people who are relatively asymptomatic shouldn't be tested. So those people aren't That's being all changing. Okay. The
4: recommendations that were uh, put forward for testing were based totally on trying to match up uh, the testing availability mm-hmm. with who to test okay. first. So it was a triage list. Now that we have more widespread testing, uh, people who are symptomatic uh, with a respiratory illness who don't have an otherwise defined cause, so it was not influenza, it's not something else, should absolutely be tested. Um, in family settings where we have cases, uh, some will be testing asymptomatic individuals, meaning that uh, we want to understand this. One of the areas we have a lot of work we need to do is understanding kids. Uh, in China, only about 2.1% of the cases were individuals 19 years of age or younger. Um, one of the issues we have to understand, are they just not getting infected uh, and not ill, or are they getting infected and they're just not getting ill? That latter one makes a big difference for us because if they're getting infected, they might serve as an important source of spreading this virus to family members and others in the community. If they're not getting infected and not ill, that means that the last thing we want to do is close schools. Uh, Closing schools is a highly disruptive activity in a community. Mm -hmm. It surely uh, penalizes low income earning families because they often have to take off from work and not get paid uh, to take care of these children and so uh, at this point we want to be really certain about that but it, we don't know yet but it doesn't look like kids clearly are going to play a major role in terms of illness and what we have to make sure is oh they're also not getting infected.
2: So mm-hmm. so what should so, we, so I guess I, come, I keep coming back to that we don't know the so we're going to be testing everybody? Is everybody going to be tested more than once? I, is that, oh, I don't think
4: we'll be testing everyone. Hmm. I think it's a matter of testing people who are symptomatic okay. uh, and, testing peop- and, and not finding another cause for their illness or people who are in family clusters or uh, workplace clusters that otherwise don't have symptoms. Now, in terms of testing everybody, when you're talking about that, that's suggesting people who are otherwise well, who have no exposures, who don't have a contact back to a case, we don't anticipate testing those people right now. Okay. But uh, those who are symptomatic, absolutely, we want to find out just what percentage of people in this country actually have this virus, as opposed to say influenza or some other uh, respiratory uh, disease-causing agent.
2: So, so really, we so there's a, so it is possible that there's a goodly number of pe- people who have the virus that will never be tested.
4: Uh, that's very possible, although it's not a large number of people who are asymptomatic. You know, that's a kind of a fine line, what's the symptom mean? You know, if I've just got done taking an international flight between Asia and here, I might feel like when I arrive, I'm not feeling well, and uh, that's pretty normal with jet lag. Once we're inside the United States, uh, and we're not talking about international travel anymore, you know, I may have just had a bad day. I'm tired. I didn't sleep well last night. Those may be the extent of the symptoms that somebody's going to have, uh, and those people very well may not get tested. But we think that most people have some form of symptoms, even if it's a very, very mild illness.
2: Okay. Yeah, but they may get we may not test them either because they just may not. They may not get
4: tested yeah. depending again on, on uh, test availability and whether somebody suspects that this is there. Okay. What we have to do is assume that most people will get infected with this virus over the course of the next uh, four to six months.
2: Okay. And then we're, we're, uh, uh, who's making these test kits?
4: The test kits right now are coming primarily up from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to state and local health departments. Okay. But there are a number of private entities, both uh, health care for uh systems as well as private manufacturers that are making them uh, under uh, emergency authorization from the FDA and uh, so we're going to see a rapid expansion of testing uh, coming online very shortly
2: super Okay.
4: Well, well I think, good. Yeah, well, that's, thank you, guys. Thanks. Edit light. me out, okay? I'm. I, I know I sound bad, okay? No, you don't sound bad. You, you sound, sound, sound great. wonderful. You, well, really well, you, you haven't talked to my kids then, okay? <laughs> they would tell you quite the opposite. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how kids are. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Have a yeah. good day. <clears throat> and we
1: will be back in a moment.
3: Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy.
2: The XCheck app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check.
3: Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract.
0: John loves this song. Yeah. I'm oh yeah. Sure. If you turned it on, she like lights up and starts getting all
4: emotional. Liquid. Liquid. liquid.
0: She
2: goes just, liquid on it
1: Yeah. She, she has moving.
0: to. Yeah. She loves this song so much.
1: One thing I would have liked to ask him that we didn't really have time for. We are. We took him five minutes beyond yeah, what he we, was went, we were supposed
0: to. Yeah. We went. We went over. But, you
1: yeah. Know, you're going you to so say. Much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're edit Yeah. those three seconds out. Yeah. Um, there's a theory that I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, it has been shown that the virus tends to prefer infiltrating via ACE2 receptors. What's that mean? Um, oh. It's a, it's a receptor. You know, like an ACE inhibitor? Yeah. It's the receptor for that enzyme. Oh. It's something you don't really have to care about. Yeah. But you just know that ACE2 receptors are where the virus likes to get in. And so we know that's, that's for a fact. What we don't know is that there's a theory based on not a whole lot of data that ACE2 expression is higher in Asian males who smoke.
0: Oh. Which
1: is exactly what he said where all the people were getting sick and dying from. Yeah. So basically more ACE2 gene expression means more likely to die from coronavirus. And is
0: it really low in kids?
1: That we don't, this is like testing for ACE2 expression, is yeah, like okay. a brand new thing. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's I mean, interesting. We though. have a little bit of data, they didn't, they did a study over 60 versus under 60, and they didn't find any real difference there. Yeah, so age doesn't seem to have anything, but age also just general poorer health, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to be because of the gene expression, mm-hmm. but smokers definitely do have higher gene expression, it's not a ton. But you know, it doesn't have to be
2: necessarily. Yeah, but if you're a smoker, your lungs will mess that, up to begin yeah. with. I yeah. mean, that is a real. <clears throat> smoking, you know, oh you yeah, know, is, totally is that the garbage that goes into your lungs from cigarettes? And I'm sorry, that's and Chinese that's a people it smoke
1: a lot. Is the thing? Yeah.
2: yeah, it's garbage. Well,
0: and their air quality is very poor. And
1: that, yeah,
2: you know. Well, in addition to that, so <laughs> you know, and and you can't get a clear picture. You know, all this stuff's a moving target, and mm-hmm. until. Until it's worldwide and they go, oh, well, this is how it's spread and you here's what it's going on. Data. You know, yeah, it's, it's such just...
0: a concentrated type of person.
2: Yep. And mostly, China is, hasn't been the most, you know, open about, you no. know, who's getting it, yeah. how many people are dying, how many yeah. people really got it, how many people are asymptomatic, how many people are really bad sick, on and on and on. So,
0: yeah.
1: So we, there's there's theories as to why, you know, seemingly healthy people are just dropping dead from it. It's rare, but. You know.
0: I will tell you, if that's what I have, had, have, whatever, it's a long, it's a long haul. I'm
2: on my third week. Well, that's what that's what it sounds like to me. Is that he said that people that really that are dying, you know, really get the bad ARDS yeah, three at weeks. three to four weeks.
0: Yeah, because my, I'm not saying that's what I have. I could be. I don't know. We, Key West. One was Key West uh three Three weeks weeks ago ago? three weeks ago saturday three weeks right we fawn had a fever and then she kind of was just like lethargic and had a little bit of a cough for 24 hours sage had the same exact thing i had it and i just had like the fever and the chills and the achy joint stuff for a night and then i woke up and we were all fine. So it's three days. We each had it for like a day. I only had it for a night where like the fever. And then we were fine for three, four days where it was like nothing seemed to happen. Then Sage was just like snot and coughing like yeah. a faucet for probably four days, I'd say. And then Fawn started getting a cough and then i had a dry non productive cough that got worse and worse and worse over the course of i'd say 5 days and then it turned into fawn got pink eye cuz she sucks her fingers and you know touches her face she got double pink eye which was viral and then she was coughing she had congestion my dry cough got worse and worse and worse and then it turned into a productive cough Did oh,
2: you start coughing up long
0: i've been cu- the coughing was so intense at one point, I know. I know. and it's just been like this moving target. Are you sure you don't have influenza? I, I might. I don't know. It's hard because it's like it I went from. I had bronchitis
1: four weeks, five weeks ago. so Yeah, I well, mean, it's, it's like it
0: had. It was dry cough, and then, and then wet then it, cough, and yep. then fever, and then congestion, <laughs> and then like my joints have been really were they're my not anymore super achy, like my hips and knees especially super achy joints and it's just like this moving target where it's like oh i have this and now i have this and now oh it's a headache and now it might be turning into a sinus infection and now i can't taste and now it's just like
2: it's you know when he when he spoke to the first described case okay zero yeah jim smith gets the virus at the market from the jumps from him oh jim Smith gets it okay Jim, he he goes home He, he goes he goes home his wife's got it now yeah okay his wife goes to work. Everybody, you know, and she's coughing all over. The Everybody there's got it. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the the work where the wife goes to, well, that president, the president of that company there in China, he says, "Hey, I got, hey, I got to go talk to some people who are buying some of this stuff over in America." He gets on a plane. This is in mid December. Gets on a plane, comes here. So it's conceivable that it could be worldwide. Yeah, we did not know it. Yeah,
0: because nobody's been testing. Because, like I said before, it was testing based yeah. on travel up until like this week and now they're testing based on symptoms
2: and and I I, I just went through I just read the the email that came today from the state of Minnesota these are the people that should be tested and it was a limited number and and you had to be if you're a healthcare worker that have been around people Mm -hmm. or you're bad sick and there's no other reason for you to be bad sick that's the people you tested but if we're just going to test in the thing and I guess the tests are positive and negative and then negative and positive and they're just there's false negatives. There's false positives. So it's it's really a moving target. So you can't. Yeah. I think maybe we should just say, we got it. Let's go. Let's get yeah, back to work. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. Do We're what you need it? to
0: do. Stay mm-hmm. home when you're sick. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face.
2: Mostly wash your hands. Don't touch your face. But you, <clears> you might get infected anyhow just from people coughing.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like the incubation is, what, three to five days. So you have it. And you're spreading oh, it's 14
2: it. Days. It's 14 days. Yeah, 14 days. That's how, you're long, how long you're being quarantined if you've been exposed. Yeah. Well. And some people say 21 days. So really, it, the incubation yeah. can be four, 14 days. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a bizarre. Yeah. So it's like you could have thing. come, come into
0: contact with it two weeks ago and then get symptoms. And
2: yeah, but it's. Yet there were there were there were six weeks, where it was around, being spread in China and worldwide before they said, "Hey, we got a bad problem. Get this."
0: Nobody had any symptoms.
2: Well, they they had symptoms, but they weren't recognizing. whether oh, they Were yeah. bad symptoms. Mm. Somebody dies. They didn't know it was that. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's. It, it's just. It just seems like yeah, it could be worldwide and and with current travel, with movement, and that's what it's just like when the plague came around. The Ship landed. Rats got off. Boom. Everybody had plague. Yeah. You know, within weeks, months, everybody was dead. Yeah. From that. Thank God, it's not the plague. I'm really glad it's not the plague. Plague's
0: not good. Yeah. I. I don't even know what if, yeah, it's I've never been this sick for this long
2: in my entire life. Yeah, we're well, going get some get tested. Hey, I it's want to just... get me some corona testing.
0: Yeah, at this point, the point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <So it's>, even <laughs> if I have it, what am I going to do? Just wait it yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, wait if you get bad like sick, I... you're going to go to the. Well, oh, yeah, you get it. You get bad sick, you're going to go to the hospital. You get bad sick if you get uh, influenza, you're going to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of you know if you it's get like bad any, sick,
0: it's a virus. Mm. It's like. Viruses are treated but the if same.
2: A thousand people are going to the hospital, you're in the ER and you go, Whoa, yeah. why are all these people here? Yeah. it's gonna be a that could be a mess. And yeah. ECMO, serious. When you talked about ECMO, that's where you put your on you're like on partial heart lung bypass. Yeah, and
0: they're all full all the time.
2: Well, well, I'm sure they don't have a ton of ECMO beds at any given yeah, time. I mean, yeah. I, it's I, a pretty I, rare thing to and, need. And I would guess ECMO bed uh, might be a half million dollars. Yeah. yeah. And you might end up needing twenty thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars worth of sup- tubes to run and it and goo yeah. and mm-hmm. you know goo goo you know all the stuff that you need to run the silly thing yeah i mean they don't you don't keep that capital investment around yeah. for you know coronavirus. you need yeah.
0: the special person to run it that's trained Probably that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah oh god yeah yeah, yeah. ecmo so is basically like just for if your lungs stop working but everything
2: else is more or less good yeah I, I have a question. Do they come with a cassette player or DVD player? Because the old heart lung machines used to have a iron lung. No, they used to have, no, not no. Iron lungs are different. <laughs> the heart lung machines are different. Heart lung machines when they do open heart surgery, they still use them. Yeah. They would have. They would a big thing. They'd roll this big thing in, and the tech would come in, and and they and the thing about it, they, they had an eight track player in them, eight track or cassette player. Oh my in god! Them. So yeah, you'd be, you'd be, to you'd, you'd, be you'd be in, in heart mm. halfway through the the heart case. They, Put a cassette in or a track yeah. in, and we listen. We listen to Fleetwood Mac yeah. or uh,
0: Greatest of Broadway.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what's that?
0: <laughs> Greatest of Broadway. Greatest
2: of Broadway. You know, lot show tunes. Yeah, of, you're hitting the show tunes. Why not? You know, you know, they'd be, then they'd be dancing.
0: Mid surgery. Yeah, just Mid-surgery. a little swing. Just a little swing. Yeah,
2: they'd, they'd, they'd have they have marks on the on the on the room, so you wouldn't you yeah, know you hit hit your, hit just your mark. Just from the dancing. Yeah. Oh jeez. Well, some
1: like uh, some procedures, especially heart procedures, they can take. Twenty hours to do. So yeah. it's like, not, you know, very most, not very many. Mo- not very many. That's like a transplant, but still, mo- you're going to want to do something. When
2: most of them, yeah, you, you're in the operating room. Frequently, there's music playing, mm-hmm. and um, or yeah. or worse, you know, some surgeon Will start singing. My old chief used to sing opera in the oh, OR. Gosh. Oh that mm. would that. He wasn't a good singer, and he would sing the opera, and he, you know, oh boy, and, they, and they, would, they would they would bastardize the lyrics, and it of was course, just, it would just got real old. <laughs> Nice. And I said, "Let's just put. Why don't you just put the opera on want we'll just listen yeah, to just that? Let's play it. Let's, um, let's, let's listen to professionals. Let's do that. <laughs> let's leave it to the this. professionals. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah. 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 But so you you do listen to music in the OR, and it's. Uh, and some people don't like it. They say it breaks their concentration. Well, and, I'm sure. And I, I get real quiet when I'm in the OR. If music is okay, but I get real quiet. I don't chit chat. I don't mind other people talking. Yeah. But it's just I don't I uh, I don't chit chat too. I guess you, you just your linear thinking you know i like that focus because then you're just moving yeah. you want because it just yeah. you know, we start talking you you get, you break your your yeah. physical work yep and it, the surgery takes a little bit longer it takes long enough sometimes as it is so mm-hmm. yeah the, the long cases man it's, and some people do they do these uh, you know, some cases are. Can be up to. Well, the Siamese twins stuff, that's 36 hours yeah. when they're taking them. brain a lot of blood
1: vessels you There's need
0: There's a gal that I used to. She went to my dance studio growing up and she just had Siamese twins like four months ago. Joined where? A stomach. Uh,
1: stomach or abdomen?
0: Abdomen. Yeah, oh, not not so stomach, I was abdomen. stomach. I, I say stomach. So good. that's how do you. No, yeah, yeah abdomen. Are they going to sort
2: them out? Probably. Yeah, they're
0: doing. They're putting in whatever they're called, little, like, stretcher things for their yeah, skin. Sure. Yeah. And then one of them is having kind of confusing heart stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: That's, that's the thing. If you get the one thing about uh, congenital anomalies, if you have one, mm-hmm. you're always trained to look for the next one. Yeah. When you find the second yeah. one, look for the next one. And it can be sometimes their children can have multiple issues. Mm-hmm. you know like down syndrome down syndrome mm-hmm. they can have they have they can have uh the intellectual peace then there's you know they can have problems with their tongue breathing then they can yeah. have eventual cardiac issues yeah, heart issues and can have calm. growth yeah. issues mm-hmm. and it, it and it just you know it just is a it's just it's a cascade kind of effect and there's mm-hmm. many syndromes are sort of based on that yeah just so it's and i yeah I, it's a it, that's a real deal. So that's, Although that's being
1: amazing. a Siamese twin isn't really a genetic disorder per se. But no. it, it's a mechanical it, disorder of the
2: but pregnancy. But the, they have a tendency to go together. It may not be genetic. and may not always have the same symptoms, but it can have other, yeah, but there's always other, mecha- other, other mechanical issues. Well, you never and, know
1: what vein is going from where to where,
3: you know. Yeah. Was your New Year's resolution to work out at the gym to lose weight? So now it's almost March and you haven't shed a pound We'll do what I did. Let the coaches at Ultimate Weight Loss help you lose weight fast. With the help of Ultimate Weight Loss, I lost 41 pounds, another 42 pounds in each of my first two 40-day programs, and I didn't have to exercise. Summer will be here before you know it. So start now, look great, and feel even better by losing 20 to 40 pounds with the help of my friends at Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss, powered by Nutrimost. Due to the tremendous success of their clients, they are now opening a Woodbury location. That's on March 2nd. They will then have three locations to serve you, in Plymouth, Edina, and Woodbury. Starting today, live your healthiest life. Schedule an immediate consultation. Call Ultimate Weight Loss, powered by Nutramost 763-333-7337, 763-333-7337, or go to their website, ultimatewl.com. That's ultimatewl.com. saber
2: and bryant whatever it takes and in the development whenever you in the, the one thing that i that always amazed me <clears throat> is how you go from a sperm and an egg to a person it's so and, unbelievable and when you when you study it and you watch it and you watch the different stages you know every week or so how it happens <clears throat> yeah when it when when they it, the the way the stuff moves around I know. and the way stuff knows how to fuse to create a cavity yeah. and how to create more than one cavity mm-hmm. and in the right spot with no. all, all that stuff and, and in it, whether it's a mechanical issue or whatever if it if one little bit gets off the wrong spot yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then everything down well, that so, chain is screwed oh yeah, well, up. I
0: remember when I was pregnant with fun, I was like reading of all of the problems that everybody can have and oh blah, God, blah, 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 blah. Thousands of them. But it's just like so <laughs> remarkable that the vast majority of people are born yeah. perfectly healthy.
2: You know, I was uh, as a resident, uh, I, I really was driven home. I was in the plastic surgery service. And when you're, you know, you get to a point in your career, if you're the third year resident, on on a service, you know you you may be allowed to do certain cases by the simplest kind of things you may be doing. and patients know this that this goes on. there's nothing yeah. nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. so i was I was I, I was they said, oh, you can take care of this little cyst on on this person's head, yeah. Little cyst, little cyst, yeah. just a time, like a oh, little cyst. Sis. It's sis. it's just like a when cyst. So yeah. you go in and you, everybody gets some Simple thing, you make a little incision, you squeeze the thing, the marble pops out, put a stitch in, everybody's happy. Yeah. So um, I started doing this, and I'm and the, and the attending isn't around because it, it's just they said, okay, this. Oh, you how you do it? Oh, you know how to do this. You've done three or four of these, You've even a hundred of these already. You know, just you can do this. That's how we're gonna do it. Yeah. So I did this. I started working. He exposed everything and he said, Oh, there's a cyst here. This is, nothing, this is nothing, I haven't seen before. And I started dissecting down to see where, where it went. Yeah. I go down, I get and I get underneath it and I go Wasn't
4: well, just a cyst. Well that's, well, that's, well, that's
2: interesting. Why is there a hole in the skull? It's a person. Oh. It's a per- is, it it was a per- it was a per- <laughs> it was an eye winked at me. <laughs> no. It was a hole in the skull. And it was a connection of this so this was not just a, a regular sebaceous cyst caused by the skin. Mm. Yeah. This was an outcropping of the of the uh, co- uh, coatings around the brain, it was a dural cyst. Ah. So I, so I, so at that point, I said, "Would you please have?" Doctor, so and so come in. So yeah, he there's came in a hole and he said, in this And I said, skull. I think that I think this is I think this is a uh a, 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 you know an outcropping of the. Scene. He goes, that's not possible. That's not possible. So he he puts his gloves on. and, goes in and starts looking. He says, oh yeah. So the neurosurgeon comes in. Yeah, oh and it was so it turned into a much bigger deal. Yeah, We yeah, had yeah. we had to, yeah, they had they had to open the skull. Oh, you to, you know, mm. it was, and you had to do that to do it safely. Yes. Yeah. Child's so yeah. fine. There's no big deal. It's that all that heals. It's not an issue at yeah, all. Yeah. But but it, it teaches you that. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. And you have to be, really be respectful of that and be careful of that. So.
0: so who does separating of conjoined twins? Like what's the. Depends on
2: where you are. Plastic surgeons are always involved because you got to. that's why yeah, they're putting the yeah, s- expanders in. They're stretching yep. skin so they can close the hole. T- so and much of plastic surgery is reupholstering. So they're just going to yes. reupholster the kids.
0: Yeah. So but it's like then the original they'll... surgeon separates them and then they go to plastic surgery. Right? No, plastic surgery After... is
2: involved right it, afterwards. Right. In, in, okay. in that whole process. Yeah. And it depends on where it is. Generally, there's a vascular surgeon because there's vascular anomalies yep. where the thing you're connected, they have to decide on how, how they can reroute things. Uh, if they have to do bypass or they have to do uh, vein grafts and things to mm-hmm. maintain vascularity, then there's going to be, with the tummy, well, then a general surgeon is going to be, or a pediatric general surgeon is going to be talking about uh, doing things with regards to intestines, how much gets where, who gets yeah. what, mm-hmm. uh, are you going to do a transplant from one to the mm-hmm. other because they're identical, mm-hmm. one to the other. So you can, there's, you can move stuff around to get them apart. And then... Once once they get all the serious stuff, then the plastic surgeons come in and reupholster everything. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. And it's kind of – that's the way it is uh, uh, most of the time because, yeah, you know, we – we you know if it's not the skin, you know, we pretty much – you know, they'll help with the, the plastic surgeons. We do free tissue transfer, like muscle transfer and things like that if they need that <coughs> or move things around to try to close the hole. But it's mo- largely reupholstering.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I know because we had those conjoined twins. <coughs> the ones – they – went to school near us yeah. but they were con- they were conjoined, conjoined, conjoined at like
1: head. right here yeah yeah well that's, their the, face the or something. those aren't getting separated
2: they couldn't
0: no. be separated yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I know it's interesting they had like a show about them yep
2: I know but why for, a for a while. While. Let the poor put the poor souls and let them live and you I know, know. Yeah, don't put them on. Don't. don't I, I. I have a real issue with that. I, you know all these shows. I know it's like putting them on display. Like, well, that it, was it, like
1: they're at the height of the reality show boom yeah. too. Yeah. So everyone had to have a reality yeah. show. And that yeah. uh,
2: you know bot show. They do that. Oh they, they put they I, put they yeah. put pe- poor souls that are, have mental issues that come in there. It was like the poor guy that wanted to be looked like Ken, a Ken dog Oh God, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. And he ends, you know in in. A, he shouldn't have been on the show. That's what he. That's the whole point. He wanted to this popularity. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what he was. And They gave it to him. It
1: fed into his. Yeah. His, uh, what's yeah. he doing?
2: He ODS. No, poor guy. And they shouldn't. know. no. You no, should be over here. He yeah. Should be and there are a couple of people, people that want to be
0: Barbie. And yeah, I know. I watched an episode. I think of that when I was really sick in bedridden with fawn when i was pregnant and i was like this show is
2: horrible that's a bad show and i think the ethics of it are pathetic and and it's on all the time oh i know it's just garbage
0: it is absolute garbage Garbage. i was like i cannot believe that this is something that people would watch and that's, that's an
1: interesting ethical question though as a surgeon is you know say that guy comes in and he says you know i want my millionth plastic surgery your first thought is no obviously but you know what if you know for sure that if you say no, he's going to go down to Mexico and get a black market surgery? Yeah. At that point, do you say yes or no. do you s- no. still what, say no? No,
2: I think ethically what, you, if, if, so what happens is you go into somebody, a, pl- a reputable plastic surgeon, best, best ever, best, top, reputable, perfect ethics, everything's perfect, best person in the world. And they say, oh, no, you shouldn't have this surgery. You should see a psychiatrist. And then, of course, that patient. Of course, it's not pro, not a mental issue. The surgery's not working. He's not getting what he wants. So yeah. then he goes. He goes to somebody. Well, you know, their their ethics aren't perfect. And that that person says, "No, you really shouldn't have surgery. I don't think this is a good idea. You should see a psychiatrist." She's, they're going to slide down yep. yeah. the the cosmetic surgery food chain mm-hmm. as far as they can until you know, somebody says yeah. And they'll find somebody, maybe a family doctor who does some of this stuff or plays plays with cosmetic surgery, or in, and they may go to a third-world country where I don't know what the training is. You don't, it doesn't have to be third-world, but it could be in America. Yeah. Family doctor. There's a family doctor in town that does cosmetic surgery. Yeah. So you, you go to them. You know, they say, well, yeah, I want this money. Come mm-hmm. on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they take as much money as they can, and then they'll slide down a little bit further when that person gets sick of them.
1: So it's yeah. not your responsibility to keep them from sliding, basically.
2: That's right. I can't, oh, I can't. Because, <laughs> yeah. first off, I'm not going to be able to give them the result that they want. Well, No. And they're never going to be happy because they're never going to be happy. Yeah. That problem is a, is a psychiatric issue that needs care, <laughs> and they refuse to accept that because having a surgical illness is less uh, has a less of a connotation or poor connotation than having a mental illness.
0: Yeah. Well, and then you as a plastic surgeon, you don't want to have you know your name on that.
2: No. Well, yeah, but it's – yeah, you don't because it's not the right thing to do. It's not the proper patient care. It's yeah. not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's patients I turn away, I say, no, I don't think, uh, I can't give you the result that you want. You know, you may want to get some help elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Are we over? Are we.
1: What's we're over enough that I think we should just go to 30 and then call it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, oh. <sighs> we're six minutes over. So, I mean, we're already halfway done with the third segment by now. Oh, super. Well. So, you're, you're going <clears> to <throat> splice something just, else in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm,
2: yeah I, I feel for the Siamese twins because that's, that's a. If you can't get separated, I just can't imagine the social piece to that
0: I, mean, I know yeah and one of you the you never
1: see that anymore though so they've come a long way in terms of oh sure of, yeah and yeah. most
2: of them are not conjoined like that that yeah. much you know it's not
0: I remember like the ones from Minnesota they were that are conjoined <clears> the <to> face <throat> that can't be separated one of mm-hmm. them was married and the other one wasn't and yeah, it was like, like how does that I how do know, you yeah
1: you always got to think about the logistics of that situation yeah
0: I don't know how yeah.
2: one is married
0: one was married at one point and then the other wasn't i don't know if they're both yeah, and, married you know, now and, or... a, and,
2: the, and the social piece of that is just very um very let's complex see. very confusing and i think <coughs> i don't know i, I
1: abby I, and Brittany hensel
2: yep. is their names yeah. uh,
1: they are age 29
0: yeah they're just a few years younger than me
1: let's see i wonder if they've got any kids uh, That's a good question I don't know if they can have kids Who knows
0: I'm sure they can They're just attached at the face
1: Well they've got a You know The issue is kind of As you go up It they it becomes weirder You know like they've got like Two and a half lungs And that kind of thing Going on
4: Oh so, yeah, you know, yeah Is there wombs Yeah, their womb st- yeah like do right? they
1: have
0: separate Yeah Who knows
1: can they yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's, Is the uterus formed the same and, Exactly you know.
0: Mom's uterus isn't formed correctly And we still made it out and that's true. Did Hers is C- shaped like a donut.
2: Did she have C-sections? No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she has a donut-shaped nice. uterus.
2: Nice. She she it, had the kids.
0: And she had us. Yep. Her pregnancies and deliveries were absolutely horrible and i'm like maybe it's because your donut-shaped uterus <laughs> yeah,
2: maybe maybe you got, you got the donut we, we can't talk about your mom you
0: <laughs> she you would know, not care if we were talking about her donut-shaped basic uterus.
2: anatomy and that's kind of that's kind of sad we shouldn't just shouldn't do that, not that i was, that's not ethical
0: i was in there you should see a psychiatrist i used to live in there i can talk about
2: <laughs> you, <laughs> it. you can talk about that my home. You, oh that's right i guess i guess you do you're sort of a <laughs> carnal i shouldn't yeah. say carnal i have an intimate no yeah. a uh personal, a, personal i have knowledge. the most
0: personal relationship with that space <laughs> of anyone
2: She whiz, gee whiz.
0: <laughs> actually no andy does you were in there for longest
2: yeah you no? were yep you were preemie
0: i had iugr what's that in intrauterine growth restriction so they because of it yeah because the donut uterus <laughs> mm. <laughs> so i had to be um <clears throat> indu- yeah she had I to did. be
2: induced how early were you not very like okay.
0: So. Four weeks or something. That's yep. one of
1: those things that I feel like when I was a kid, I heard about preemies all the time. Yeah. But I never really hear about it anymore. <coughs> Is that because there are fewer of them or no. do they just not no, talk about them? They
2: are cared for yeah. so well now. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother, God rest her soul, Thelma Grace, did was a nursery nurse before they had the neonatal intensive care units. Mm. And she took care of the preemies. So preemie showed up it was two pounds, yeah. they would care for it. And they had – now, mo- it was unusual for a child or baby that's that age, and this was in the 60s, Yeah, to survive.
0: Yeah, because now the
2: – I don't if, know what the birth weight is now they can get them to survive.
0: Yeah, like t- I think 20 20- – Six weeks is like a big milestone of like oh, eighty sure. percent of kids born after twenty six weeks survive. Oh and yeah, 30, the
2: fetal viability is yeah, yeah. thirty yeah.
0: is really high.
2: And you get you get that, but it's a, it has to do with the, the formation of the lungs and their ability to yeah. to that. Yeah. It's just yep. kind of related to this. Uh, we're gonna bring it all back, yeah. complete this circle. You know, it's that the whole idea. You gotta have good lungs. That's He yeah. kind of, ain't got the good lungs. Yeah. It is really hard to get an uh, individual. Uh, yeah. To survive, or human to survive, and that's and that's that's going to be the bad thing with this this virus. But it's interesting that it might be worldwide already. Now you don't even don't even think of that. I, I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, that, looking at that timeline, if it started in November,
0: well, pfft. yeah. Why why would it take so long to get here? We didn't hear about it until
2: until the second week. Didn't hear about until the second week. Yeah, wasn't January. there like one guy there in was Texas weeks.
0: that had it, and it was like the first U.S.
2: case or yeah, whatever, well, and it's like the well, they weren't testing for it when it was. Yeah. It could have been here.
0: Yeah. <coughs> well, well, and the guy that has it in, there—the one guy, I think he died, maybe in California. I think he hadn't traveled anywhere.
1: Yeah, but
2: California—that's like, there's a huge Chinese or population been, there. Or been
0: around anyone that had well, traveled and that, once to again, China? That, like, that,
2: that. I think that's evidence. That, say, yeah, there are people. Yep. That got it. Mm-hmm. That aren't sick. Yeah. You don't know they got it, Absolutely. and they're spreading it. So there's yeah. so and and with so many diseases, there's carriers—people that you're not bad, but you got it and you're spreading it around. And yeah. you know, I got a cough. Okay, well, you got a cough. Oh, Jim's got a cold. Oh.
0: yeah, like he's still doing his thing. And yeah, you know, like Dan and Sage both got this. What Fawn and I have, but Sage, like I said, he was just like super snotty for like four days, and then yeah, completely a- got over it. And then Dan. Had congestion for a couple of days, and then went and did some weird sauna thing twice, and then was cured.
2: <laughs> so he did some sauna with peppermint oil and some uh, sauna, vinegar.
0: Sauna thing. <laughs>
2: peppermint oil, vine- vinegar, sauna. Oh jeez.
0: Yep, I've been doing that in a big pot, and then putting a towel oh. over my head Good. and just breathing and hacking up a lung. And can you
2: do it with vaping? It's can you do that same thing with vaping?
0: I Probably, Probably. Yeah, it
2: sounds scary. It stings.
0: Peppermint oil? Yeah, peppermint oil right stings in the lungs,
1: yeah, if I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, it stings. You, you have dead? to you have to dilute if it's like pure 100% peppermint yeah, like peppermint oil, oil yeah. and you put it right on your skin, and it can burn you. Yeah. Really, I put yeah.
0: I put Sorry. four drops into yeah. a big. Well, I probably it's probably like three, four cups of water. I put four drops of peppermint oil in, and the first couple breaths when I go under there, they hurt. Yeah,
2: one of the one of the <coughs> <laughs> one of the most interesting experiences as a medical student. I was a senior <laughs> medical student, and um, when we were on call for the surgical service, you you bunked in in this little tiny room mm. and there was an x-ray and there was an x-ray box i remember this x-ray box on the on the wall and i remember waking up at 5:30 in the morning 5:30 in the morning and the either the intern or the junior resident was being was being screamed at by this chief resident oh god as loud as he possibly can What's wrong with you? You are the stupidest person in the whole world. I can't believe that you didn't see this. And what, you have to always look at this. So what happened? He put this x-ray up, and I'm sort of woke, waking up a little bit. Has, see that air under the diaphragm? And I go, uh-oh, because that means that there was something. The, perf, the person had a perforated intestines. Gas leaks out, collects yeah. under the diaphragm. When you look at the chest x-ray, it's clear. You can see it yeah. most of the time. So, oh, and so so you're getting up and you say, oh, we got there's going to be surgery first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning, even before. <laughs> so they just delayed the the day in that room.
4: Yeah. And
2: they they rolled this patient in so the patient's in there, we know that they he has a has had a perforation and we they 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 start the case and you got your gloves on and you're you know, you're a senior medical student and you just feel like you are just number 1 cuz oh, I'm in here and I'm just look, I'm in no one else is here. I'm right here looking. I'm looking. Yeah. Look at me. I'm here. So we're there, and they st- and so we're there. The attendings here, the chief residents there. I'm here. There's another. Probably I was probably fourth, fifth, sixth in line behind the scrubbers. Yeah. in. You're looking in there. Oh, what's going to happen? What's this going to look like? What's going? What are we going to see? And they they make the incision through the skin, go through the fat. And they made the incision in between the two muscles to go into the abdomen. Oh God! Yeah. And up bubbling comes up into, into this wound is mm-hmm. a or is a, bu- a bunch of brown stuff. With peas floating in it, yeah. true story, and the room <laughs> reeked with, this, with the rotten yeah. flesh. It was, it was <sighs> so, well, I'm sure you know, there was a
1: lot of necrosis. Not oh, to there was mention. some
2: necrosis, and it was, it yep. was a mess because I had some dead bowel. There was a small piece of dead bowel. He did fine. It was not the, it, the, Isn't you it think that. you crazy that you can come back from? That. Oh yeah. He just, he just cut it up, sew it back together. Everybody, you clean it up a little bit, and it, it, that wasn't the issue. But I remember distinctly this stench was everywhere, and you're just about ready to start heaving. And the and the circulating nurse came around, and she had a little peppermint peppermint, peppermint oil on on a yep. little thing, and she goes boop, 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 to everybody's yeah. mask, and it goes. It overpowers. It takes everything. care of it. Yep. It went yeah. away, and it it's was a the strong it, it was, oil. It was the best, and I go. Whoa!
0: You're like that I need worked. this. Stuff. That worked. That <laughs> work? Yeah. Anyways,
2: you had to finish the surgery. And it was like no worse for wear. And all that, all the odor and everything was gone. And, yeah. Or you didn't know it wasn't gone. Yeah. But it was. It, it covered was a, up by the oil. Great. Just that oil does See? work.
0: Shows the power. the power of essential oil?
2: The power of essential oil.
1: Be able to turn on and off your senses.
0: I would never turn off taste because I'm <laughs> miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad.
2: I know that's a bad one, and you, and you do lose weight. A buddy of mine went yeah, I've through. Yeah, I
0: lost five pounds. Radiation. I'm just like I'm not interested <coughs> no. in eating. He had
2: radiation treatment and lost a sense of taste, and he lost <coughs> a pile. He was a big guy. He is. He lost a pile of weight just because you just don't feel like eating.
0: I don't even know. I want it to come back.
2: <laughs> well, I know it'll, it'll, it'll come, come back. back. It'll just take time.
0: Well, mom, she lost her sense of smell from ZyCam for yeah, like six she, months. She did. I'm like I can't even. Dan the other day when he was like congested, he was like, "I'm going to take some ZYCAM." I was like, "Don't do it!" No. <laughs>
2: yeah, do no, no, no. ZYCAM. You know they. You know I think some of the the laws and I don't know what was your mom taking? Do you remember? Thieves. Thieves.
0: Oh no, the ZYCAM thing. She I don't know if she did the nasal swab. They were the swabs. Or, back it was back the then, swabs. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was like 15 years ago, wasn't it? No. No.
2: Yeah, not the, Ten maybe. The, you know, yeah, the, there
0: was a class action lawsuit against ICAM because all these people were losing their sense of smell for months at a time.
2: Yeah, did, your mom, did your mother get healthy? She,
0: yeah, her cold was no, shortened by about, a whole not financially day. Financially
2: healthy out of this lawsuit. Oh, you know, that's my insinuation. No, no I know she was, Wasn't involved.
0: Hers was not. It was years later that she was like. Actually, I read that there was a lawsuit, and she was like,
2: I should have. I could have made
0: money. Yeah,
2: had better take out of this hole. Yeah. i out of this yeah. hell. Oh, I'd be out of
0: God. here
1: all right okay, it's time to,
2: to get out of here <laughs> time to get done yep we will we'll
1: be back tomorrow not thursday i don't think i won't be here that's true you're going to i'll be in
0: disney, disney world,
1: world. Yeah, so I, I might come in by myself and just talk to no one for two just hours so, well probably not
0: yeah because yeah
1: ralph's not coming in so no, Doug. I can't or, come pff, in. doug's not coming, in. coming ralph's not coming in. in either but no
2: i'm not coming in. i'm working tomorrow yeah, I would imagine. Well, I'll
0: be back next Tuesday, yeah. so.
2: So,
1: we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Later, skater.
1: With the family.